Hey everyone, welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Patrick O'Brien and I'm here with Dr. Tim Dooley. Together we run Integrative Physical Medicine of Dayton, a place where wellness is top of mind. We are more than just chiropractors though. We are committed to staying up to date with the latest health trends and are passionate about helping people feel their best. In this podcast, we'll break down wellness topics every episode and give you the tools you need to be the best you can be. Hey guys, welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. This is Dr. Pat O'Brien speaking. Uh, I have on the show today a special guest. She does a lot of marketing for us. Uh, her name's Natalie. Um, how you doing today, Natalie? I'm good. good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, thanks for being on the show. We want to talk about some a pretty open topic here. This is going to be about parenting and kind of what we do as far as nutrition, how to be a fit parent, how to kind of portray that to your children. Uh, and it's obviously a big problem in our society now as far as what our kids are getting into these days. Um, it is. Yeah, we did some research on it. And according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, two-thirds of American children get no physical activity whatsoever during the day. That astounded me when I read that. Yeah, that is, that is uh, I, I would say, has definitely gotten worse since from when I was a kid. And and there's a lot of reasons we can go into here as to what that would be. I think a real quick one is the uh, increase in use of technology. Uh, iPads, phones, uh, video games, things like that. And, you know, we had some of those things when I was a kid, but I was... I feel like I was always outside more. I was, you know, playing Same tag, here. doing things, sports. And I don't think necessarily that's it changed that much, but it's just it's too simple to just sit in a house and play versus getting outside. And it's so. addicting. Those screens, they're captivating. I mean, I have a two and a half year old and you put a screen in front of her and she doesn't listen to anything else. And to go off that point, as a parent of four boys, um, Sometimes that's the easier route to go because it's just a good distraction for the kids. So I can understand completely. There's no judgment here for me oh, that why not, a parent yeah. would give a tablet or something to a kid. But I think it's a matter of balancing. But two thirds of kids not getting enough activity. I mean, that's you know that's the majority, and that's that's just that's a huge problem, and that sets up for other health problems in the future. So. Absolutely. Like what kind? I mean, you're the you're the medical expert here. Well, let's talk about a big a big epidemic. Obviously, obesity is a part of it, but a stem off of that would be like diabetes and things along those lines. And if you're not getting enough physical activity, you're essentially not burning off the amount of sugar intake, which is another aspect of this that you're, you're bringing into the body. So too much sugar being brought in, processed foods, bad foods, and then not supplementing that by burning that off is causing a kind of resistance to you know insulin and things in the body, which can in turn cause a number of other health issues. Uh, I think a, a big thing to get into here is it's people think obesity comes as a result of necessarily eating too much fat uh, or things along those lines. That's not accurate. The reason you're going to put weight on is because of the amount of sugar intake directly being brought in. Sugar does get converted or frankly for carbohydrates and things like that gets converted to glucose, which in turn, if not as burned, is stored. So it's a matter of the physical activity is imperative. It doesn't have to be exercise. It could just the kids are outside riding a bike. Right. They just need to Being move. Kids. Be, yes. Exactly. Um, and moving is the big factor there. I mean, and because that transcends into adulthood, as as we've known, because less than 5%, going off of these statistics again, of adults participate in 30 minutes of physical activity each day. Less than 5%. I, by far, of anything we have in front of us, that's the most astounding number I've seen. And it's hard. It, it sounds kind of bad to say, but I put extra effort in every day to working out and staying in shape. It's kind of been something I've done my whole life. So... It, to see that number, I don't feel like you almost kind of feel like it's kind of snooty to say, hey, I fall into the 5%, but that's bad to say. I, it's a normal thing for me. I think the biggest thing is just making it a habit. And 
is hard for people. I get it. It's not easy, especially when you have kids. Oh my gosh, to find the time in the day. Agree completely. And it comes down to motivation of what you want to do. I will say this. um, A lot of people tell me they don't have enough time in the day. You know, I'm working in here 12, 13, 14 hours. I have four boys at home. Anything can be achieved. There's plenty, there's enough time in the day to be done. Cause think about what you do when you get home and you sit down, that could be time you could be working out. So it comes down to like, where are you motivated to do that activity? So there is enough time. I don't like that excuse personally. <laughs> um, it's just a matter of fitting it into your schedule, but I, I can understand that for sure. Not enough time, but there's, if you have that excuse, I guess not enough time, you can also, you know, use your time in different ways. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Use the time in a different way. And it's, it's, you know, we, I think as we get older, we start to realize that, um, I think we kind of take our health for granted when we're maybe in our teenage, teenage years, twenties, even thirties. But as we get older, you start to realize like, wow, I need to take initiative and take care of this. And a lot of times it's, it's kind of almost too late. Um, there's already been some damage that's been done. So it's, it's imperative to, prevent the these things from occurring such as primary medicine versus a tertiary which means fixing it once it's already become a problem so i'm a big believer of that so even if it's i mean even 30 minutes is what this says i even if you're doing 10 minutes i mean just get up and do something you know going back to how that translates to children i mean the more they see you moving the more likely they're going to move that is my absolute blueprint structure advice I can tell anybody is what do I do to keep my kids outside moving and things like this. It is a, a child is a direct reflection almost completely, especially in those years of their parent. Um, so if you set the bar, set the standard, the kids are going to follow suit. Um, it, it, it basically it comes down to, like I said, like what kind of values are being put into the kids, what kind of discipline is being put in, you know, it's, you're providing this, the iPads and the phones in front of them. You can just as easily take them away and tell them to go outside. So make sure they learn this at a younger years. Cause if they, you know, bring this into teenage years and then you try to fix it, that habit has already been set. So starts I, at home. Everything starts at home. Absolutely. So absolutely. what's the fix here? Let's give everybody some tips out there that you use to be a, being a fit dad. Why is it important to you, first off? Well, it's, it's, it's health. You know what motivates me at this point is my kids. And I want to be around with them for a long time. So I got to make sure I take care of myself. And what that kind of comes full circle to is let's talk about like buying the right foods and grocery shopping, things like this. When my, my wife and I, when we got married, she had a good diet. I've always been a very clean eater anyway, but she started to eat like me because we were eating like foods because we were buying the same foods from the grocery. Well, she then started adopting those same principles that I, how I had been eating, which now that once we have kids, they're going to eat what you eat. So we only bring, for the most part, good food into the household, and it's been a pretty easy transition in getting them to know, like, Oh, you got to eat your broccoli or whatever that may be, good vegetables, whereas some kids are so used to just maybe eating fried food or depending on where you're from, um, just high fat food intake anyway. So the tips for it, it's not an overnight fix. Uh, Don't try to make it an overnight fix. Don't try to make it a couple day fix. This is going to be some system you're going to put in by removing temptation from the household. Don't bring the bad food in in the pantries the kids can easily access. And I don't have a problem with maybe some some chips and some Cheez-Its and find their kids. Sure. They need stuff. But if you're doing this at a large scale and it becomes so accessible to them, essentially they start to just devalue what nutrition is for them. So it's going to take months. I mean, it can take up to six weeks, eight weeks to even set a habit. So don't get frustrated even if your kids aren't following suit initially. It just takes time. Because it's a lifestyle change, really. It is a lifestyle change. And then once you start seeing the results, though, 
it's like working out when you go to the gym for two weeks straight and you're not seeing your results uh, that's frustrating because you 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 want you're putting time in but once you start to see where the result where the results coming from that that's when you start to see people really uh, stick to the, that program because now it, it motivates you to get in there. So if you see your kids start to eat better, uh, you know it, it'll push down their behavioral issues. You're going to see a lot of help with their sleeping. Uh, once you start to see those, it just becomes much easier to follow uh, that program, if you will. So Absolutely. The other tip I was reading about is um, making sure that you have a plan with your spouse. And I think this is super important because you want to be on the same page. Like you said, you are on the same page with grocery shopping but also when you work out um you know are you going to have a turn to do it tonight or are they going to have a turn are you going to watch the kids you know how you fit it in I think you should have a game plan yeah it's like there's times I'll put on certain clothes and stuff and their kids instantly know oh you're you're going to the gym you're working out and they and it's it sounds stupid but they start to you know connect those dots that it is obviously an important thing their dad who they look up to is doing this activity it must be important now my wife she does a lot of like at home like hit like high intensity like training programs in the house I do at home too yeah and it's it's through a program she does well but it's you know 30 minute workout 40 minute workout yep. and the kids and she's watching it on TV the kids follow like they do it with her and it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty hysterical it is especially seeing a four-year-old trying to do a jumping jack it's hilarious <laughs> but it's the it's the little values are starting to pick from that and they start to ask questions about it so it's it, it is a big thing the family has to be on board uh it's if one one person cannot be a complete polar opposite everyone in the family that's just not going to work so everyone has to be on board for sure so no matter the schedule, we're going to fit it in. We're not going to make the excuses, but also um, maybe incorporating it into things you do with your kids. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's lots of things, like you said, we can do. I'm all I'm not necessarily an outdoorsy person, but, you know, if, if, if it's a nice day or we're doing something, I do make a very conscious effort to try to get outside. You know, being in Ohio, that can be real hit or miss depending on the time of of year that you're there but if we can go out and go hiking if we can go outside and throw the football if we can you know just be outside and do things it's just if it's daylight that's a time to go outside if it's at nighttime maybe that's a time we sit down and we're going to watch a movie or something so th- there are different aspects to getting the child outside but it's a matter of you got to motivate them yourself obviously to get right out there, so. and just getting them off their off their couch off from sitting so we do dance parties in my household and man Love I, you know you burn calories Absolutely. i've closed my move ring before doing dance parties <laughs> that's awesome and i and that's kind of i use a uh, a watch that kind of tracks my activity and things like that and and just like you had talked about and it's uh, it's interesting to see you know like for, for seeing patients all day long how much i move but then during a weekend i'll times not even go to the gym and i've done twice what i do see 60 patients in a, in a day running to and from down the hallways and then I'm hanging out with my kids and I've doubled the the output that I put in. So you get, you know, you kind of, when you're having fun and you're moving, you kind of forget about the moving part. So it becomes more of like a, a hobby and that's like the, probably the best way to do it is you got to at least have fun. Don't make it be a chore. Uh, obviously enjoy the activity you're doing. So yeah. Exactly. All right. What about sports? I only have a two and a half year old, so I don't have uh, the older kids yet, and she's not into sports, but you have a little older kid. So, what's your recommendation on sports and kids? Sports and kids is, I think it's kind of a delicate topic because there's a lot of parents who are very overbearing and want to start their kids. They're going to be the next LeBron James or NFL athlete, and which is not realistic. But, you know, I played at a Division one level college, and my dad by no means pushed me ever. Um, he always made it fun. Uh, I kind of did it at my own pace. There was no burnout. Uh, so I kind of was out there having fun, played in the recess, did things like this. So I saw it as a 
as an outlet, but as a good time with friends, as opposed to some of these kids who feel like you tell them you want to go out and throw the football and they have no interest at all. It doesn't mean they don't like sports. It just may not be that they don't like that sport. So I wouldn't, I don't want to push sports on kids as much as that may be crucial for, uh, you know, staying active and being fit and things like that. I think it's a matter again, finding it to be enjoyable and then using sports as maybe an additional, um, kind of a booster or crutch to continue with their physical, uh, fitness and things like that. But, you know, a six-year-old, my six-year-old, he's, I'm not out there doing conditioning drills and having him run and do things like that. But when I say, hey, let's go out and throw the football and I'll have him run 20 routes back and forth. Yeah, he's, we're throwing the football, but he just did 20 sprints. So, exactly. and he doesn't know it, but there is activity being implemented into it for and sure. It's fun. Well, I was one of those people who didn't like the sports, but I still played them because it's like, well, you should just try something, you I know, agree. try it be, and, and you can't knock it until you try it. And it helps you just figure out what you like, what you don't like and get active. That's it. I agree completely. Um, so altogether, all of this stuff would really just benefit your overall health as you age. I mean, that's really the big thing here is is starting it young and introducing your kids early can help them live healthier lives as they're as they're older. Well, adults. I mean, look at it at a big perspective. Like you said, it's a reflection of the the uh, of the kids, a reflection of the parents. You know, if I don't handle it with my kids properly and teach them think about there's four of them they're going to grow up they have kids they grow up they have kids it's like i can look at it a big picture i could change the lives of dozens of people basically as weird as that sounds uh just because of the values i'm kind of put into it now my grandpa both sides my dad everyone always you know did this to me but had i been in a family where i just didn't really get involved in sports or move around or do anything i I'd be a different person than I am today. So it's, yeah, I, I, if you haven't had that upbringing, you can change it. And it's time to set the standard for the children as well and kind of get them out there for sure. So, and then they can avoid uh, doctor's visits later on in life. Oh, definitely. And then that's the, that's what it basically comes down to later in life. Lack of activity could be the essential starting point for basically every medical condition that is present. Um, so it's, if, if you can, if you want to have any kind of advice to move forward, nutrition is obviously a large part of that, a part of that, but nutri- um, the physical activity being implemented in the kids' lives and setting that standard throughout life, making it a habit, you could just eliminate so many disease processes moving forward, which is going to help them in the long run. So, And look who just walked in, Dr. Dooley. Dr. D is here. He's <laughs> Okay, you got to tell us why you like to be a fit dad and how you make it work in your household. Well, to be honest with you, I can't stand my kids sitting down watching TV all day. So I just tell them to get up, get outside, um, you know, take the dog for a walk, do something, play in the play in the water, do something because the more they sit, the more it drives me crazy. Yeah, actually, Dr. Doyle and I just talked uh, yesterday about it. He um he just found an app that allows you to basically block or limit the activity amount on like a cell phone or iPad. And it kind of news to me. It's pretty it's built into the, the, the Apple the iPhone, iPhone here, and I didn't realize that. So I'm going to implement that with my kids' iPads so that they, uh, they can still use it. But, you know, when it doesn't work and it's done for the day, it's gonna they're going to be like, okay, we got nothing better to do than go run around. So right. I, I like that. That's a good way to limit it. Maybe sc- screen time limit so they can time, only yeah. access their phone for an hour a day. I and that means smart. anything, text, call, app, you name it. So that really helps out. Um, and we just started that. She just got that Monday, and she's doing, you know, the first two days, she ran out of screen time by noon. 
So it's very easy to say, get the heck out of the house. So Absolutely. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's Ohio, it's not warm all the time. So it's like, take advantage of the warm weather here. And I can see how this would be much more of a problem, especially in the winter months when it's just much colder and you really don't get outside, but you still need to get out there. Like you said, dance parties, you know, downstairs where we have like a little bounce house in our basement, just bouncing around. It's just burn out the energy. It's just anything. It doesn't have to be anything set in stone for sure. You know, the other thing that I do a lot is that Apple watch, you, you like track the steps and stuff. And me and my mother-in-law go at it. <laughs> I know she she always looks at it and texts me at the end of the night saying that, you know, I beat you or you beat me kind of thing. Uh, and that so. gets back to if you're by you moving to try to beat your mother-in-law, your kids see how much you're moving, and then in turn it just kind of falls all the way down, follows suit. So it's, yeah. I like it. Uh, another thing that I've noticed that some couples do, and then Sarah and I have been wanting to do it, is we have date nights once a week. And um, sometimes date nights we go to the gym instead of go to dinner. So we pack a meal and then go to go to the <clears throat> pack a quick sandwich and then go work out as, as opposed to just going to a restaurant every time. And well, that's a good idea. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Imp- again, trickles down to the kids. Uh, Get my husband involved on that one. <laughs> yeah, you should. He would love that. <laughs> oh man! All right. What's next? No, I think we've we've talked about. Um, you know, kind of the everything stemming from obesity, kind of like what to do as far as from a food standpoint. Maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Um, what kind of foods, like we, like I said, we the foods I used to eat is what my wife and I usually buy at the grocery store, which in turn is what my kids eat. But what kind of what's like a good, you know, protocol for kids? And I don't think there's necessarily. It's not like kids have to eat this perfectly whole organic meal every day, you know, all day every day. But um, getting them used, to, like I said, certain foods at a younger age, it's just so much simpler. To, to stick to that program, I think it is important to, you know, ha- I, I'm a personal believer of family time at a dinner table, everyone's sitting around, make sure you finish your food this and that way. I think everyone is coming and going so quick these days that a lot of times you don't have that interaction and everyone kind of just grabs things on the go. And it's just, I think like getting back to it is consistency, making sure everyone's on the same plan, eating the same foods. And as long as the, the highest up person is, is implementing the right foods in place, it, it should not be an issue. Right. Find the time to sit down and have dinner with your family. And, you know, don't just throw frozen stuff uh, from the freezer into the oven and eat it. You know, make real meals, sit down and cook together. That's what gets them interested in cooking uh, good food, too. And the most important thing with that, if you don't want your kids eating junk, then don't buy it. They can't buy it. So it's not going to get in the house. I think that's, you know, that's something for me and Sarah is like we always have all these junk food in the house because the kids want it and then you start eating it and it's just terrible yeah as i said remove temptation that's the key part and it was interesting i tried to get gavin my six-year-old to eat well i tried to get all four of them to eat a piece of this certain type of food two weeks ago and he had never had it and he they all were immediately shutting that down when i kept bringing it up so i knew okay i'm gonna switch my attention to only gavin if gavin i can get him take a bite of it i know he'll like it and if he likes it all three of his brothers are gonna see his brother eating and they're all gonna eat it and you know what worked like a charm as soon as i got him take a bite he said oh it was you know what it was it was guacamole that's what it was and he didn't want to try it It didn't look good he took a bite of it he said oh my gosh i like it next thing you know they're all just shoveling chips and guacamole so which is very healthy by the way so point is it's like all i have to do is convince one and it's just you can see how it just kind of goes all the way down the trail there with all the kids so right eating right staying active uh, obviously eating pro-inflammatory foods, you know, junk foods. Those are going to play havoc with your health later on in life, uh, specifically your joints if you're heavy. Um, you know, and, you know, if you gain a lot of weight, we do some things in the office with weight, medical weight loss, and we do 
injections to joints to help you out there. So if you're already at that point, you know, we can obviously provide something for you in the office. Yeah, I mean, if, if anything, it's just if, even if you're not doing a program in our office, you can come talk to me or Dr. Julie. Just you may you just need guidance. Um, let's just talk about like kind of like not that we have this perfect healthy lifestyle by any means, but I I strive to get as close as I can to that. Maybe you just need to mimic the people around you that are doing it successfully, and you know, like that's what's ultimately going to fix the problem. So, right, surround yourself surround with people yourself. that have the same mindset as you do. Exactly, that's the key. Yes, it is. And. You know, something just quickly here, for every pound you lose, it takes four pounds of pressure off your knees and six pounds of pressure off your hips. So in that, in the chiropractic world, you know, that's something we say to patients in the room. So I, I, I always find that very fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. Reduce those visits later on. All right. Well, I think we've wrapped it up here tonight. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a good day, everybody. See you. Thank you for listening to the Adjust Your Life podcast. 